plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you happen to be around this neck of the woods, um, especially when the weather is nice, there is nowhere nicer than the Port Marnock area of Dublin and there's nowhere nicer to pop in for a pint or a bite to eat than the White Sands Hotel. The Oasis Bar just below us here at the Sands Hotel. Oh, Always has a great atmosphere and uh, you can pop along and uh, have a bite to eat. Great food as well. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Let me read this to you. Uh, A listener by the name of Emma got in touch with us over the weekend over an issue to do with the MMR vaccine for her baby daughter. In particular, the fact that her partner doesn't want their daughter getting the vaccine, uh, which is a one in four uh, vaccine uh, given to children at 12 months of age. Emma's partner is basically anti-vax. And I want you to have a listen to what Emma wrote to us. I know you probably are afraid to talk about this topic, but you should talk about it because me and my partner are having rows about it, uh, but he doesn't want us to get the MMR uh, vaccine for our daughter, which is due uh, next month. I'm terrified uh, of her getting mumps or measles, but he doesn't want her getting any vaccine and we keep arguing about it because he said it's not safe and he doesn't want anything injected into her because it's wrong. You should talk about this on your podcast if you're brave enough because there's lots of parents like him. Now, interestingly, she did challenge us and say, you should talk about this if you're brave enough. And then when we contacted uh, Emma to ask her to talk to us about it, she wasn't brave enough. Sure she wasn't. Yeah. Now, we did ask her uh, to talk to us, and she challenged us, saying, if you are brave enough. Uh, we are brave enough, but Emma's not brave enough Okay, to talk and to I us. also want to say, I have no vested, because, uh, again, as soon as you mentioned the V word, yeah, people go, ah, Kennedy, Dixon, getting paid by Big Pharma, Big Pharma. I've never... Never go. I'll happily take a paycheck from uh, from Big Pharma. I, I can't even name a pharmaceutical company. Give me what's the name? Could you even Pfizer? Name one? Pfizer. Yeah. I would love. I would happily accept a check from Pfizer. But there's none coming. But there's none coming. So I have no vested interest in this topic other than my opinion. Now my opinion may differ to uh, to your opinions, and if that's the case, we will take opinions from either side. So these people, these conspiracy theorists, these nut jobs, yeah, who th- who think that oh, you'll only put calls on that that, that are pro vaccine, your government, your government uh, sheep. In fact, someone already called us government sheep, government rent boys, someone now. I think that was directed <laughs> I think that was directed at you more no, so but, than uh, me. Here, I'm are you, are, you having, a, are you a government rent boy? I've been having a conversation uh, with uh, one anti-vaxxer on our Facebook and uh, he said, ah, oh, uh, your show's too left-wing, blah, blah, blah. And I, my reply was, but we're offering you the right to come on and speak your mind. Sorry, being pro-vax isn't left-wing, by the way. Yeah. Sure it's not. It's no. just... It's been pro-science, I suppose, isn't it? But anyway, um, he wouldn't come on air. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Our number is 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. Some people uh, on our Facebook post earlier on were suggesting uh, that she should go behind her partner's back and just get the child vaccinated and not even let him know about it. 
which she could probably do and could probably get away with, but uh, I don't think she really wants... I, I don't think that's to be I think, recommended. I think your partner's a fucking idiot, pardon my French, uh, and you need to give him a wide berth. You need to tell him to cop on. Um, he's obviously one of these people that spends his whole day just looking at Facebook and looking at YouTube videos. Uh, leave the medical advice to the medical experts. In the same way, uh, Emma, what I would say to your partner if he was brave enough to come on the show uh, today, what I would say to him is... Um, if you were looking for advice on your timing belt and your engine, yeah, would you go to a dentist? I wouldn't go to a dentist personally, no. Would I don't think it would be a good idea. Would you go to a dentist and say, there's a rattle out of my engine? No, I don't think so I would. So who would you go to if you had a rattle in your engine? I'd go to a mechanic because he's the expert. Who would you go to if you had a pain in your tooth? I'd go to the dentist because he's the expert. Who would you go to if you had a terrible chest pain? I would go to a doctor because he's the expert. Yeah. So... Emma, your boyfriend, unless, unless, now maybe I'm wrong, unless... Maybe he's a doctor. Unless he's a professor of... What's that word? I can't even say Immunology. Immunology. Unless he's a professor of immunology um, from Trinity College, then you should take advice. But other than that, I am sick. For the last three years, I've been sick to death of hearing armchair... Uh, medical professionals. Okay, but this conversation isn't about the COVID vaccine no, or not, new vaccines no, or no. anything. Uh, this is a conversation about vaccines that have been around for years. The yeah. MMR vaccine has been around for years. It wasn't just developed last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you heard about someone getting rubella? Uh, thankfully, not recently. Why do people? Why do kids not get rubella anymore? Because we've nearly wiped it out. That's oh. German measles, and it can be very, very oh, sickening. Yeah. It can be extremely severe for some children. Um, but we've nearly wiped it out. But we haven't wiped it out. That's the whole thing about this conversation. The same with measles. The same with mumps. They are less in circulation in our society than they would have been when I was a kid. There was measles everywhere. We all got it. Sure, polio's um, gone. Polio is, go- is not quite gone. Yeah, pretty much gone. No, there was a resurgence of it in New York last year. Why was that? Because of vaccines. Because people are not vaccinating their kids as much as they should be. So that's the conversation that we want to have with you. Our number is 085-825-2626. If you would like to get involved in this conversation uh, this afternoon, you can send us a WhatsApp voice note uh, to that number 085-825-2626 Now um, where am I going? Alan you're on Opinions Matter how are you Alan? Good Uh, good, thanks Alan Uh, what's your view on this Alan uh, about a daddy not wanting to get his daughter vaccinated? Look, put, as I said in a comment on, on Facebook, put them all on an island and leave them be because for as I'm concerned, they're detrimental to society. Like, honestly, they're brain dead. You'll get guys coming on and they were pulling shit out of their fucking arse like, oh, this, this, what about this person that died? You know, you're, like, you're seeing the, the, how they're going on all of a sudden. Adult syndrome, all, all the people that have died in the last couple of years, you know, in sport and all that. Or Ericsson had the heart attack straight away. It was the vaccine, it was the vaccine. Like overheads. I'm sorry, but that's okay, uh, And name? again, I, I said a second ago that the, today's conversation isn't even about the new COVID vaccines. Oh, oh, you know, okay, okay, It's about vaccines. No, the lady who contacted us is Emma, and she doesn't name her okay. her partner. Right. Let's say, God forbid. Something awful happens to that child. We'll say cancer, right? God forbid. I know it's, it's a horrible thing even to say, but God forbid. What is the first thing that man will do with that with his daughter? Uh, bring the child to a doctor, I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. But yes, he won't get a vaccine that's around how many years? Uh, donkey's years. Exactly. Like like what I think one of you guys said there a few minutes ago, I'm sick of listening to them in the last year. I nearly got, I nearly got into a fight a couple of years ago with one of them. 
bat, bat my niece's football match because he was trying to say that the vaccine at the time was six months after the vaccine. The vaccine had made no difference. And I just scoffed and said, what type of idiot, eh? You know, like, if the, you could see the vaccine at the rate of people in the hospital had dropped down. Like, I'm sorry, but these people go on Facebook and they pull out, as I said, they pull out all these mad stats that this person died from the vaccine and this... Uh, that, but I'm sorry, but let, let's call out some some of the some of the bullshit, right? Okay, so, so, so a father uh, who has decided, well, they're they're arguing over it, uh, has decided that he doesn't want to get his daughter uh, vaccinated with the MMR vaccine. Uh, you're saying he's a nut job. He should be sent off to an island with all the other anti-vaxxers. Absolutely, and, and you know what? Well, the Emma, what she should do the next time her husband is away or wherever. Just take take her, take the child down and get him vaccinated. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I behind uh, behind his back. Yeah, because he's a gobshite. Absolutely, because he's a gobshite. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but like 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 Did you said there, you you, you know, ninety nine mechanics tell you that you need something wrong with your engine, and um, one mechanic says your engine is fine. Who are you going to listen to? The ninety nine percent mechanics are so what you were saying a minute ago. It's the same thing with the vaccine. Like you know, one doctor will say, "Oh, it's wrong, it's bad, or whatever that." But ninety nine others out of them hundred doctors say it's good, and they'll come around and call them ninety nine doctors liars. So the next like thing the, the next the next caller that's listening to you at the moment, Alan, is a mother who didn't get her daughter vaccinated, and in fact, I think she's going to tell us that in her daughter's class. She was the only child that wasn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to that? Yeah, I think that that's, that's tells tells you everything, doesn't it? Like you know, like one in one in a hundred. Like I'm sorry, but like anyone, like I, I've got me me uh, what's the MMR or whatever the measles, mumps, rubella shot. I've got me COVID vaccine. I've got the booster for the cough vaccine. I don't have any side effects. I don't have any torn arm. I don't have, you know, I haven't died yet. That's yeah, I mean, because <laughs> the other one that that, that the vaccine anti-vaxxer said that Djokovic is a hero and there's going to be people dropping dead in the Australian Open because they got vaccinated. Yeah. That didn't happen either. I was called about two years ago. I had a, got into this mad spat with an anti-vaxxer on Twitter who called me Jab Boy and said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jab Boy, what she called me. Oh, she was she was a space cadet, she was. And she said to me, um, enjoy 2022. It'll be the last year of your life. Now, <laughs> so it's now 2023 yes. and you made it through it. Oh, no, I, and I'm, I've never, no, I might drop dead tomorrow. Um, but the, the, the fact is, I don't understand. I believe that not getting your child the MMR vaccine is the equivalent of putting your child in the back of the car and not a car seat or a seatbelt. Absolutely. Yeah. She should even say to her husband or whatever and say, listen, well, sign something to say, I think maybe you said it before, sign something to say that if the child gets me as a month to rebel it, that, you know, that she tried at least to yeah. get the kid vaccinated because, I mean... Okay, well, 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 stay, stay there for one second, Alan, because yeah. uh, Dara, would you ever put your child in the back of the car with no seatbelt or uh, car seat? No, and I think that's an absolutely ridiculous comparison for starters. Why? Because it's that's totally like a completely different situation. Um, but it's not your but, your job is to protect your child to the best of your ability. Exactly, exactly. And this is the whole point. Well, first of all, I also just for everyone dubs me as this big anti-vaxxer. I'm not. Um, against all vaccines I just don't agree with vaccines in young ch- young children I don't mind getting the vaccine past age 12 or when the kids bodies are big enough or when there's more studies into actual what kids can't metabolize these these vaccines and how come one in a thousand kids suffer from seizures and this is a proof Oxford medical study one in a thousand 
that's not a low risk suffer from seizures after these vaccines. Why? Because they're often vaccinated when their bodies are far too small and just not resilient enough to handle like such such a strong Okay, so, so what age is your child? She's five and I haven't touched her body as a baby or like now I would never put anything into it. Okay, so your your five-year-old daughter has had no vaccines at all? No, and I was never ever vaccinated as a kid or an adult myself and I've absolutely made it through life great. I haven't had any serious illness. I'm never sick compared to some of my friends who are vaccinated their whole lives. My daughter's never sick. She has an amazing immune system and definitely doesn't get cold or the bugs like all the other kids. Now, I'm not trying to say vaccinated kids are more susceptible, but what I have noticed that particularly in the weeks of the aftermath of the vaccines, other kids have come down with other viruses and illnesses and generally, overall, their immunity seems to have lowered. Okay, so so you don't believe uh, you're putting your child at any risk by uh, not having her vaccinated? To the contrary, I fully believe I'm protecting her by making her... By by not having her vaccinated, okay. And and I assume you are aware, uh, Dara, as a, a parent, of how chronically debilitating uh, illnesses like the measles or polio or mumps or any of those can be in children. My mother works in the medical field. Um, She's dealt with many of these cases, but more, far more cases of kids that have had serious injuries following vaccines. Also me coming from a legal side of things. What really solidified my choices when I was in college was all the cases that we studied against Big Pharma of all these vaccine injury cases that don't get published on mainstream media sites but are there on academic journals. Okay, let me ask you a question then. If you look at a condition like uh, polio, I have uh, an aunt who's in her 70s now and when she was a kid she contracted uh, polio and she is still physically disabled as a result of having polio as a kid. Thankfully, we've almost eradicated polio. We haven't eradicated it, but we almost have. Why do you think that is? Well, I'm not, again, I'm not disputing how vaccines work and I'm not saying that all vaccines are bad. But what I am saying is that we, I think we, we put far too much toxins into the kids' bodies from at an age, even when they're babies, when, when we're not even allowed to give them water, when they're only allowed breast milk or, or formula, we're injecting them with all these concoctions, which I just think is so wrong. I think from a protective side, I think get the vaccines later on in life when your body's stable, when we've done enough studies into why some kids have adverse side effects, but that hasn't been done until they do why some kids react badly to certain vaccines. I'm not willing to do that until they've put the work into that side of things because they just say, oh, one, one for all. But they don't look at you're just ignoring a whole body of people that have had vaccine injuries. And I think that's very, very wrong as well. Just to like... Okay, but as, as Alan said, can. Dara, if, if, okay, supposing 80% of children have had the MMR vaccine, it's probably a bit higher. Yeah. Give, yeah. Given your statistics of probability and all that, you'd expect... Uh, out of the 80% of children that got the vaccine for children to be walking around with extra fingers and extra legs and growing not, tails. No, and against and sensationalism. No, 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 because no, no, people... I'm not talking about seizures. I'm talking about blood clots. I'm talking about... There's medi- if you look up Oxford... Um, medical journals, if you look up PubMed, which is an academic site, look up actual academic studies done on vaccine injuries. I'm not talking about like stupid stuff that's posted on social media. I'm talking about real studies. You don't hear about this in the media because Big Pharma makes a huge profit as well. There's a lot to be said for that too. I'm but not see, as soon as you, as soon as you use the expression Big Pharma then, that just, that's a red flag to me because anybody that uses the expression, because I assume, I assume, Dara, when you have a headache, you, you reach for the neurofence straight away, do you? Not all the time, but again, I'm not. No, against no, no, but hang on, no, no, no. But if you, if you, Western if you, medicine at all. No, but if you I'm have, yeah, yeah. But hang on, if you, if you, 
if you have a really bad toothache, yeah, you're not going to call the witch doctor with the big bone in his nose and say, will you cure me toothache? You're going to go for a packet of Nurofen made and by... And head to the dentist. Made by whoever makes, uh, whoever makes Nurofen. And again, I'm not disputing, I'm not disputing... No, I'm but, not, you, know, like, but, oh, you, you, but you either trust Big Pharma or you, you can't say you either trust... If you, tr- if you don't trust Big Pharma, then you should never take a Nurofen or an Andodin or a Dispin or... No, you, and I agree. I, all those things are addictive and not good for us. Has anything ever good from prescription medicine ever come? Stay there for a second. Alan, I want to bring you back in. You were saying uh, that people like Dara, who uh, has not got her child vaccinated, should be shipped off to an island off the coast. Yeah, no, um, not anti, just anti-vax people. Um, like I said, it's a death man. Like Dara's pulling the Oxford, Oxford study, and that's fine. I'll have that. Now, I could pull something else that con- contradicts it, and she'll just say, no, it's not true. It's not true. Like she was saying there, you know, that, that, that hold on, like as she was saying there about all the people and it does my head in when they all say the journalists are in on the journalists in it. Do you realise how many journalists there are in this country? Do you realise uh, if they had evidence that they would uh, and, produce uh, it, they uh, would say and, it? Yeah, and, and um, Alan, I have to say, that's the sort of shite that uh, one of our uh, callers earlier on was making. Well, the guy who wouldn't come on saying, oh, we're being paid off and all no, this fairness, rubbish. In fairness, no, in fairness Dara, Dara isn't suggesting that for one minute. Um, no, I'm not. I know you guys are real. I'm like you're not. I know you're not on an agenda. I'm not, and I'm not suggesting all. But I'm just saying it's less reported in general. If there's a few of these cases, I'm just saying that I think why can't some kids handle it? Like why? I know that most kids will be fine. I'm not disputing that, and most kids are absolutely fine. But why aren't we looking at the kids that aren't fine after it? And also, I do agree that for. But it's, uh, you could also say, Dara, you you have to look at, uh, and I I mentioned my own aunt uh, who has a physical deformity as a result of having polio as a kid. Other people who contracted polio when they were kids don't have physical deformities. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for like why, you know, there's obviously some kids that are immune compromised with certain things that would need a vaccine that, for example, if they got measles would be detrimental to their immune system. But, who, but, that, you, but you don't know that. But to. you don't know the detrimental impact. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Because we haven't put funding into that. That's okay, da- Dara, if you were to see the physical deformity uh, that my aunt lives with, you would not want to inflict that on your child in a month of Sundays. And no, she, this woman's in her 70s. But you're obviously, that's coming from an emotional point. If you actually stepped away from that for a minute, this is obviously speaking from emotions because obviously that's upsetting that happened in your family. And I'm not, again, disputing the severity of these illnesses. But on the other hand, everyone that I knew was vaccinated against MMR grown up. Yet every single person in my college and school at the time got all got measles and all got mumps, a different strain, they said. Some were very, very ill. Again, I got months that time I was absolutely grand. Things like measles are normal childhood illnesses that actually benefit the kid of having long term. Same like chicken pox. These are all But they can also be extremely debilitating. I got a message earlier on uh, from one of our listeners who said, and I'm paraphrasing here, that she wasn't vaccinated as a kid. She uh, contracted uh, the measles or rubella, one of them, and is blind in one eye as a result. Do you want that for your kid? Absolutely not, but I won't be ashamed to say I'm exposing my kids out. I'm not at all. I'm looking out for her health first and foremost, and that's the reason that I'm waiting till she's at a better age. I would never, she's a tiny little thing. I will not put these things into her body until she's big enough. Okay, if when she, you, 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 your child is the same age as my child, uh, Dara, and I mean, this may seem like a stupid question, but it's a genuine question I want to ask. When she, I'm sure she's had a fever in the, what age is she, nine is she? No, she's five. Oh, she's five. Sorry, she's younger. In yeah. the last five years, I assume she's run up a fever at some stage, has she? 
Very r- rarely. I remember yeah. once or twice, maybe as a baby. Okay, has she ever had yeah. cowpaw? Was she ever given cowpaw or neurofen? No. What? Even when she was no. teething? No, she never needed. I mean, no, she was always breastfeeding when she was teething up until two and a half. So and, she's she's, uh, she's never had a temperature in five years? No, she's not. Nice. She genuinely does. That's what I'm saying. Like, her body, I feel, has such a good immunity. I'm actually afraid with its natural dynamics. I know that might sound stupid to some people who don't understand, but I just feel like she's already so strong. I'd just be afraid of putting this into her body, what it would might Okay, if, if, if she came home from, from play school or whatever today and she was running a temperature of 39.2 degrees, yeah? Um, yeah. Would you give her a call to bring down the temperature? Well, I'd ask, I suppose, uh, yeah, if, if, if it was really, really high. Yeah, I would. So you would, so you would, you would use, you would use a big pharma product. You would put a big pharma product into her body. Again, you're kind of trying to lay on me with like all these conspiracy No, I'm not, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm just saying vaccines in general. I'm a bit more, I think it's such a huge dose of concoctions in one shot. I'm worried about that. No, am I as worried? Or would you, uh, if yeah, it were possible, effect. hang on, if it were possible to get the measles, mumps and rubella uh, vaccines as separate vaccines, would you get them? Potentially, yeah. I just think, and the whole four in one, it's way too much. I'm, again, the quantity um, of, of things going into their, their little bodies, I think it's just... Okay, stay, really stay there for one second. I'm sorry, I just want to ask one more question, uh, Dara, before we go to the next caller. Uh, so she came home, just so I'm straight, she came home with a with a rocket high temperature today. You would, re- I assume you don't keep Calpol in the house, so you'd go out and buy Calpol and you'd give her a dose of Calpol to bring the temperature down, which most right. parents... Yeah, yeah and well, just a question for you. If you gave your daughter the next vaccine when she's five or whatever, the foreign one, and in an hour after having it, she has a massive seizure, would you just be like, oh, no, that was just that was just a coincidence. That wasn't the vaccine. But it's completely or would you go hypothetical. keep getting... No, would you keep, no, same as yours. Yours is hypothetical too. Well, no, it's not because no, it's not hypothetical. No, but it's not. It's not hypothetical to say children get fevers because every child gets a fever at some stage in their life. But the, no, the final yeah, question I was about to ask you: a thousand kids gets a stroke or or a seizure after one in a thousand kids does. That's a okay. But, thing. Okay, but you, you just if answer my question then. After yeah, before giving before giving her the 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 five mils of Calpol, would you read the six page pamphlet yes. that comes in a bottle? So she's. I do. She's lying there, right. mammy, mammy, I'm baking. You could fry an egg on my stomach no. and bake. Would you read the six-page pamphlet to see every single ingredient that was in the cowpaw before administering it to her? Well, I've looked at it before from my own from my own eyes for when I've taken things, but no, like, I wouldn't, obviously, if she's in pain, I'm going to give her a pain relief. But that's a whole, given some cowpaw is a very different thing than given Okay, a do, me, do me a favour, Dara, stay there for one second because if somebody wants to talk to you in, uh, in just a minute. Uh, before that, let's uh, bring in the opinion of Laura. Hi guys, uh, I can't come on today, but um, my daughter, she had uh, all of our vaccines from when she was a baby, and then when she went to Montessori when she was three years old, she still managed to catch mumps, um, but that would still never make me change my mind on getting the kids vaccinated. Uh, I think it's very important because babies are so small, and it's you're, I'd be way too afraid that they would catch something, and then that would be on me then. You know what I mean? It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Dara, I've been asked to play uh, this WhatsApp voice note for you uh, that came in just a second ago. Kids that don't get the MMR vaccine shouldn't be allowed in school. Simple as. Now, Robbie, that was you that sent that message. Yeah. You don't believe that Dara's child should be allowed to be in school. 
Uh, no, I think uh, you know there are kids in school who are um, immunocompromised who cannot get uh, cannot get them, um, so they rely on you know other kids not not contracting them you know to keep them safe. You know, it lowers it lowers the risk. So, uh, Dara, basically, to not get your healthy child vaccinated is very selfish of you, considering there are some other children that are immunocompromised that can't get vaccinated. But it's a whole premise of vaccinations, and I hate to be this person, but, like, if everyone else in the class is vaccinated, where is my daughter going to realistically catch one of these things from? And also, if a child is immune compromised and they're telling them not to get vaccinated, that's a huge red flag well, as well. Why can't they get vaccinated if they're immune compromised? Surely it's just boosting their immune system, as the vaccine people will say. But obviously, it's... Okay, I, 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 it. okay I spoke to uh, a woman um, recently whose child was born very, very uh, prematurely, uh, was a very sickly child for the first couple of years of her uh, life, and the advice was not to vaccinate her. But that left her wide open uh, to contracting one of these illnesses that could come from your child. But no, well, where is my child going to get it if it's nearly eradicated? Like if if she's in with her okay, but then day, if you want to talk about the selfishness of this, um, it we will have a resurgence of uh, illnesses like measles. Sorry, like, uh, hang on for one second, Robbie. Like measles, like polio. If more we've parents evolved. adopt your we've attitude, evolved. no, we have evolved past it. It's it's not going to come back. No, 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 no. You're completely wrong. You're absolutely totally wrong because only recently in New York City there was a resurgence of polio because of the amount of kids not vaccinated. Okay, show me the medical proof of that and show me the proper statistics and not just some news article you read on that and I'll and I'll read it. But I don't buy those kind of stories just straight off the bat because, oh, because too many parents are not giving their kids polio. Sorry, I don't buy that for one second. So you're saying that that story is bullshit? Yeah, I am saying that because I've heard they said the same thing about the measles and the mumps that it wouldn't come back if everyone's vaccinated. And like I said to you, like when I was 14 or 15, every single person I knew in my local village had mumps and had measles within the same year. So how do you explain that if the vaccines are supposed to prevent it and it's nearly eradicated? Every single person had it. Vaccinated, unvaccinated, they all had it. So how do you explain that? The doctor said, oh, it was a different strain. Robbie, you, like, you, you were trying to get back in there. Go on. Vaccines don't only uh, prevent the person with the vaccine getting it. They, they, they lower the chance of it being spread. So one of those other kids could catch it, and, not, and not, nobody would know because they were vaccinated. But if they give it to the, give it to the Irish child um, who isn't vaccinated, they, they, she will have, that child would have a much higher chance of passing it on potentially to the child that cannot be vaccinated. This is what the, this is how the COVID vaccine works. Like, it didn't only, it didn't only protect proven, the one person. That's been proven that it didn't stop transmission at all. It didn't even lower your chances of transmission. Well, then, well, then why, did cases, why, why, did, why did cases drop then? Why did cases drop? Because we were all locked up for two years. No, that's not, that's not the reason. That's not the reason. It's been proven. Sorry. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, no, no, no. It's been proven that the COVID vaccine did not stop transmission. No, that's we know that. We know, we know that. But it, but it, it reduced the yeah. severity of the illness to the point oh, that if come you... come on. Oh, come on. Anyone I know that got COVID after the vaccine had it worse than any of the times I had it. Well, oh, I've, had it tw- I've had it twice and I was vaccinated and I didn't even know I had I it only for a taste. Had it. I had it and they were really sick. Okay, but anyway, this conversation today isn't about... COVID. This conversation no. today is about uh, childhood vaccines, um, and uh, y- as far as you're a concerned, a more than tested vaccine. Yes, it's not. It's not like these are brand new vaccines, Tara. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying again. I think you should wait till a child's body is big enough to metabolize 
what's in these vaccines. Can I ask you... Uh, you uh, the aren't just the measurements, the doses here. They're not going to say, eh, that looks like, no, that, that child is what, two foot tall? That looks like yeah, a like, jab. No, but like literally a tiny baby getting injected with all these things and a five-year-old... You're not, you're not putting a litre of it into them. Well, you wouldn't... Do you, have you read the ingredients of the vaccines that you're pumping into them? No, for the very simple no, reason, no, I don't no, know what all the ingredients are. are. And, well, and like, you know, you? people would, people, people people would see... What? Inform yourself before you pump something into no, your like, hang, body. No, hang, no, hang on a second. Uh, people will see one ingredient. Did you know that? You, did you know there's cyanide in apple seeds? No, but I generally wouldn't eat the seeds of the apple now. No, but like no, you, you can eat. Like, you, you, know, you can eat a few of them and you'd be grand. You have like uh, you have to eat like an astronomical amount. But cyanide is an incredibly dangerous poison. But it's in such a minute amount that you can eat the seeds and be and, and be grand. But this is the point but, with the vaccine. Like people will see some of the ingredients and they'll, and they'll see. Oh, I heard it's dangerous. But it's in such a silly, minute quantity and, and in conjunction with the other ingredients that it's not going to harm the child. They're not purposely out to harm kids here. I know. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying from my point of view, from my life experience, from what I've seen, kids are generally better off with their natural immunity than... How many, how many more vaccines were given in the past two years, let's say? No idea. No idea. Okay, I, 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 no, sorry, I shouldn't ask that question because I don't know myself. But let's say, would you, would you say three million in two years would be a safe enough number? Yeah, I guess. Okay, and and uh, about um, you would have heard in the news it was anything more than point zero one percent of those of kids who got that and got sick directly from that. Now zero point one percent risk is but that's more, you, you, I don't want to take. That's a no, but you, like, so you would gamble. Any anybody would take a gamble if the failure rate or the risk rate was only. In the same but way, in the same way, Dara, you, you get on a plane to go on holidays every single day and then never crop, but I assume it doesn't. It never crosses your mind that when you're on that plane that there's a chance that the plane will crash. But there is a chance that the plane will crash. Every day... Well, sorry, Jim, bring it, but don't bring it to airplanes. Bring it to cars. Cars yeah. are infinitely more dangerous than airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Every time you cross the road, there's a chance you'll be knocked down. So it's all about the... And in fairness, unless... I know I don't know what sort of stuff you're feeding your, your, your child there. Now, I'd say it is healthy stuff because knowing your background, it is healthy stuff. But you don't know about all the preservatives that are in... The, the, say, for instance, milk. There's been huge studies about the I amount know, of stuff that, that they put in milk. So I know, it's disgusting. People, people, sure people give, don't drink milk here. People give, yeah, people I, give I, their kids Billy Roll ham, for God's sake, and they're, they're, they're grand. So, I mean, if it, you know, yeah. if a kid I can survive... I don't eat processed... Well, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the perfect parent and I give the perfect food and I do everything perfect. Of course I'm not. But this is just one thing that, given my mom's experience in the medical field, dealing specifically with vaccine injuries, and given my legal knowledge of actually seeing the cases, real-life cases that have happened, and reporting on those findings myself, and my own experience of not being a vaccinated child and having probably stronger immunity than most people, and now see my own daughter's immunity being equally as strong, that might be selfish, yeah. Am I perfect with everything? No. Uh, do I give her a very healthy diet and try and do everything else as good as I can? Absolutely. But of course. Okay, stay there, stay there for one second, uh, if you can, please, Dara. I want to bring in uh, Eddie's opinion on this. How are you, lads? <laughs> Regarding this here, uh, our partners don't want the kid to get any vaccines. Well, I could understand if it was probably the COVID vaccine, because there's possibly a bit of credence behind that, because there isn't long-term data. But there, the likes of the measles, measles mumps, rubella, MMO, there's long-term data. People have been getting that since 30, 40 years, as far as I can recall. Uh, I remember getting injections as a kid. So, if if he has any doubts, educate himself. I mean, there's medical professionals out there 
university scholars, people have gone through education, and they're telling us it's okay. And your man, who's probably sitting down on the dog and duck, listening to his mate and his conspiracy theories, and he's saying to his wife, oh, no, no, Joe said down the pub, we can't take that, you know? If you're dubious about putting something into your child's body, educate yourself on it, you know? There is, as I said, long-term studies done regarding the MMR vaccine. And it's out there in the public domain. So educate himself on it before he makes a, his decision. Cheers. Brida, why are you so angry listening to Dara here? Well, first of all, Adrian, I wasn't actually ringing to speak on the radio, but your call taker transferred me through to talk to you. But I, is, is this live at the moment? Because I'm just wondering if I could get a phone number for that lady who was on just before and uh, details. And, uh, well, we're certainly not going to give out any phone numbers. Why? I'm sorry, I'm actually confused. Is this live at the moment? Yes, it is, yes. Right, okay, well, that's not what I was expecting. I actually, the reason I contacted your show was not actually to be um, diverted through to your on-air broadcast. It was actually to do with the caller who was on previously. I think that mothers like that should be reported. And I think you have a duty of care as what should be responsible host. Okay, but uh, uh, firstly, uh, Breda, can I just say to you that uh, vaccines uh, for children in Ireland are not mandatory and there are no plans to make it mandatory. First of all, I can't understand that. That that just genuinely, absolutely gets my goal. Okay, but the fact of the the matter is that vaccines for children in Ireland are strongly um, encouraged, but they are not mandatory. But it's child abuse not to have your child vaccinated. It's child abuse. Child abuse. How do you come to that conclusion? The reason that I contacted your show today was because I believe, and I was not planning on speaking to you live on air because you deal with people who are not compassment is you deal with people who are I believe somewhat mentally challenged like the previous caller and I believe well, hang that on, hang, on, hang on hang on for one second I believe no, Brita, just one, mass- stop it there for one second this conversation uh, is about uh, vaccines and people's right to decide whether or not to get their child vaccinated to drag that conversation into a conversation about mental health is disgraceful and I'm not going to allow you to do that if we're going to have a conversation we have it on the basis well, I'm of not, I'm not not talking about mental health, Adrian. I'm not talking about people being ill or unwell. I'm talking about people lacking general basic knowledge and basically grey matter. I mean, these people, I believe, are mentally challenged in their challenge, in their thinking that they do not have their children vaccinated. I can't understand it. I really, really can't. Okay. And I um, that it should be reported. Okay. Uh, we don't have any obligation to report anybody because, as I said, my vaccines well, I aren't like mandatory. You to pass on her details to me so that no, I can... No, I, I, I certainly won't. Don't be so ridiculous. As, as if. <laughs> if you never heard of GDPR, No. Oh my god! Yeah. And I then, in fact, Dara's laughing at you. If she rang you and said she was drink driving with That's a child a, in the car, would um, you would you be so blasé about it? I wouldn't be as blasé about it. Certainly not. No. Is Sorry. Brita, go, uh, is go Brita, on. Is Brita so what's the difference? You're not prote- It's like it's like driving drunk in a car and not having a seatbelt on your child. Yeah. Why oh, would yeah. you not protect? Oh, Sorry, just let, just let that. You. you are not capable of having an oh, adult intelligent conversation. You are not compassmentous. No. No, you're absolutely, you're not with it, Brida. 
do you know how many people have texted me about you saying that you're the one that's not complimented after hearing your well, I think that you're full of radio. You're And Frida, you're not well yourself. And very much the people that try and gaslight others have their own mental condition themselves. And you speak very true of that which are compliments. Well, I, I apologise if that's what you feel. I apologise that you're wrong. I apologise that you well, don't have the basic intelligence well, let me, to protect, uh, okay, Brida, to protect your child from the basic, most dangerous illnesses that can not dangerous only illnesses. Da- da- okay. absolutely damage a child, but kill Brida, your child. Is that what you want? Do you hate your child? Do you hate your child? I don't believe that this is your real view. Like, there's no way you're this controversial and realise the way you go on. Well, I this is what I feel. I feel someone like Brida. She's uh, she's well, honest. You're, look, you're getting upset. You are getting upset because you I'm know I'm speaking. I spoke to you before, and you just you're, you're you getting don't... hysterical. You're getting hysterical oh, okay, because I'm you hysterical. can't make a point because you cannot come back. I want to ask you, uh, Brida. I want to ask you an honest question because this lady uh, Dara is saying these can't be your opinions. What is your opinion on a parent who decides for whatever reason not to get their young children vaccinated against MMR and all sorts of other conditions? Well, sum it up in two words. I think it's child abuse. I think it's like putting a child into a car with a drunk driver and not strapping them in. You are not taking the precautions that are set out to protect and save the welfare and health of your child. Okay, Dara, I want to let you respond to that just very quickly. Well, I just, I first thought I'd love to know what Brita's background is to make those kind of sweeping statements. But I assume she doesn't have kids and I also assume she doesn't come from medical or legal background. Well, actually, I um, do have, I do have kids and I also know I might not come from medical, but I'm listening to the medical, I'm siding with the medical people who do have medical that's training that's and education. You are not educated. You are not smart. Okay. You don't know what okay. you're talking that's about. Fine. You know, you know a lot about me and my history. So I suppose you could make, you could make that kind of call. Listen, to be honest, I've nothing to respond to to Brida because I will not engage in conversation. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, I, I thought that because you don't have a comeback and that's why you're not intelligent I've already made my point for the last half an hour. I've made my point for the last well, half an hour. Well, I think you should be disgusted with yourself. I and I think that if your child ends up... Um, I'm sure my child is healthier than your child ends up very sick or unable to give her own children, you will be hated. Okay, Brida, if you were listening, I did challenge Dara with that question earlier on. Uh, how she would feel if her own child was to get very sick from one of the conditions that her child has not been vaccinated against. So she has already uh, dealt with that. And in fairness, in fairness, you obviously weren't listening to the full conversation, uh, Breda, because Dara, uh, although I disagree with her opinions, she is educated on it. Um, she's not one of these people that, like some of the well, men, No, she's not I mean, educated just, on just, it because just, I'm just, still against scientists. Okay, Excuse just, me, I'm speaking. Please, just, and just, let me speak, please. No, please let me speak. She's not educated on it. She does not have scientific training. She's not a doctor. Okay, okay. Yeah, but she's entitled to her opinions. Called opinions matter. Like this, this comment that we got, Adrian, uh, from Debbie. Read out the first, the first line of that. Vaccines are lethal and poison. Now, Dara isn't. That's came, that came from Debbie, who, by the way, can't come on the show. Surprise, surprise. Dara hasn't said that once. She's not saying that they're poisonous. She's more or less saying that she's vaccine hesitant. Would that be fair to if I was to yeah, p- pigeonhole it? Either an adult or at least a teenager. That was my whole point. Now, uh, Breda, I'm assuming that you uh, got all your children vaccinated, did you? 
Absolutely, and I will take anything that is going that can protect them. They're not children anymore, but absolutely anything that can protect the safety, health and welfare of your child is a must. You do not think about it, you do not debate it, you do it. You bring them to their doctor and you do it, because that is what responsible, good parents do. If you refuse to do that, or if you don't do that for whatever reason, you have failed as a parent, and that is a form of neglect at the very, very least. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to bring in Keith with his opinion. That's crazy there, Jeremy. Leave the medical advice to the medical experts. Now, what has the experts been doing to us for the last while? Oh, yeah, they've been experimenting on us. So you trust the science, do you? Well, the science is also saying today that women are born with balls and a dick. Do you agree with that? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Jen, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jen? Hey, lads, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Jen. What did you want to say on this? Um, I would just tell every parent out there that when they're bringing their children to get the vaccines, to ask the nurse that's putting that thing into their arms what's in it. And if any of them can answer that question, well, fair play to them. But nobody I've come across so far can. But that's like asking a barman, what's the, what's the ingredients, you know, of... We all know what's in a pint of, of alcohol well, you, Don't when, be ridiculous. Okay, well, that, okay, well, that, heavy metals. Okay, well, that's like going in... Good, no, but hang on, that's like going into Spar today and... and but hang yeah. on, you don't go to... You don't go, you don't go to college. You don't go no, to but, no, listen, training yeah, I know, but to that, be a barman. Okay. Right? So I don't I, compare... I know, but don't people... compare medical situations... I, I know, but Jen, 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 your average cigarette has four uh, up to 400. I think there's about 400 different ingredients in your average there's cigarette. 7,000 7, chemicals in it. I know, yeah, but how, so you don't know your science on that either. Okay, but, no, but how many smokers know what makes up the cigarette that they, that they, they puff every day? That's different. That's no, it's different. not. No, they, 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 they choose to ignore that fact. I can speak yeah, as a smoker for years. I, I, I didn't want go to into know. Any, go into, honestly, go into, and I, I, I have a, a young fella here, 17 months. I got a you can hear him there in the background. I got him the first three vaccines, the two, the four, and the six month. And, and when I went to get the MMR, I was told to ask, what is in it? And she was like, oh, uh, well, I'd have to go and get the leaflet. Um, I can ring you at another time. And I said, no, you're not sticking something in my son's arm. You don't know what's in it. And then telling me you can ring I'm me. I'm sorry, who told, you, who told you to... Uh, so you got the first couple of vaccines, uh, yeah. but then when it came to the MMR, uh, who told you to ask what's in it? One of the doctors that I go to, one of my GPs. One of your GPs? One of my GPs who's been around Allegedly for a long time, told you... Around, 100%, uh, yeah. And there are GPs out there that do not agree with this stuff at uh, all. And then when you went to ask the nurse, she hadn't a clue what was in it. Um, hadn't a clue what was in it couldn't tell me at all um, but there are there are heavy metals in all of those vaccines and every child reacts with them differently and we all know that there's a cure but we're talking about the MMR specifically here there's a cure for measles there's a cure for no no no, no I'm sorry where did you get that from there's a cure for measles there isn't a well, cure like, for measles the whole thing is is it can be treated right we know the signs of it we know the signs okay know uh, I, I already mentioned a message that came in earlier on I wasn't vaccinated as a child I contracted measles and now I'm blind in one eye is that what you want for your kid that's not going to happen but it happens to that lady but it still happens to people who get the vaccine as well not to the same extent 100% it does 
Hundred percent does. Bre- Breeder, are you st- are you still there? This lady uh, doesn't believe that there is a major risk from measles, mumps, or rubella, so she's not going to uh, give I her child the vaccine. I don't know why you're even entertaining somebody who is quite obviously severely mentally retarded. Uh, stop it, Bre- Breeder. Why- Breeder, if you say that again, I'm going to cut you off. This is not a conversation about somebody's individual mental health. Now get a grip. Jesus Christ. Okay. Can you not hear from the way that this woman is speaking that that she does not? know what she is talking about not to the same extent it doesn't happen or, or sorry it does happen to the same extent even this woman is an absolute liability she should not have children God loves her child you are an idiot do you sit on the toilet and read Facebook and that's where you take your medical advice no I don't God, I barely go on Facebook at all human being. What your you are is. an absolutely dreadful mother it's you should really be ashamed to understand you with that double four accent as well so stop you make me sick to the bottom of my Children who develop uh, measles, for example, can get a runny nose, a cough, red and watery eyes, and small white spots inside the cheeks can develop. After several days, a rash erupts, usually on yep. the face and upper neck. Over mm-hmm. about three days, the rash spreads, eventually reaching the hands and feet. The rash can last uh, five to six days and then mm-hmm. uh, fades. Yep. Most measles-related deaths are caused by complications associated with the disease. Now, you just yep. heard that but word. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Wait, everybody, uh, no, I, listen, I know all this already, right? What I'm saying to you is if everybody else is getting it, because the majority of people get their child, their children vaccinated, what's the problem then? Because you can still get it. Because there are people who are actually bringing it into the country, believe it or not. The most se- hang, on, the, the, hang on, the most serious complications include blindness, encephalitis, which is a swelling on the brain, severe diarrhea, yeah. related... Encephalitis, um, encephalitis. is how encephalitis I... Encephalitis. No, you can pronounce it encephalitis as well. Don't start correcting me on how I speak, for God's sake. Anyway, no, ear infections and, and severe respiratory infections such as pneumonia. Yeah, yeah. we know this. But, but you, you are prepared to... Early. No, but hang on, no, you're, you're not, like, that's ridiculous now. Your child could go out and get hit by a car. You're prepared to, to go through all that as well. You're, you're bringing up stuff here that has nothing to do with it, which is children that are 12 months old should not be getting that vaccine. There's, there's too much heavy metals going into their system before the age of one, and that's enough. There was a great comment in the post that said that they waited until their child was two and a half until they got it, and that's probably a better age to be getting... Um, the MMR. Okay, so in time, you will let your child get the MMR. Oh, 100%. Like, eventually down the line, yeah. But within the first year, it, that is way too much to be loaded. Like, my, my son at six months old had had 28 vaccines. 28. 28? Tw- when you count up, there's a six in one. So at the, the two-month one, right, there's a six in one. There's the PCV and there is the rotavirus vaccine, right? So that's eight, okay? Then the next one is another six-in-one, and within the six-in-one is, like, for diphtheria, 
uh, oh God, what else is in it? Diphtheria, I can't remember. Okay, the, 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 the point about this conversation is um, illnesses like diphtheria, for example, they're all very severe illnesses for young children that you don't want yeah, any you of your children to get. Of course not, of course not. But the whole thing is as well, you don't want your child to have a, a side effect from the vaccine. And when, when the nurse giving the person that vaccine can't tell you what's in it, that's very concerning. Okay, stay there for a second. I've been asked to play this WhatsApp voice note for you from uh, David. Oh, hey lads, can't come on there. Um, I'm in work, but um, I think people that don't get their kids vaccinated are absolutely nuts. Um, just a quick uh, story there. One of my friends, uh, she has two girls and the HPV vaccine. Uh, she said that, uh, you know, when he got the HPV vaccine, oh, they nearly died over, you know, the amount of illnesses and all that they were picking up, you know, after it was terrible. And uh, she kept saying to me, like, you know, uh, have you seen it online? You, you can check all this stuff up online. Like, you know, there's people and their legs are falling off, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I said, well, you find me one credible um, website that, like, you know, has a, has this kind of sort of information on it. Like, and what she done was she sent me a link and the link was realpharmacy.org and pharmacy was spelled F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Now, and that's the kind of people that you're dealing with. Okay, uh, Jen, you wouldn't put yourself in that anti-vax category, would you? Um. I would, oh, would you? put myself. I no, I don't like that term. I more like um, look into things before you get them done. You know, that's all I'd say. And that fellow's bringing up the HPV vaccine, and he's bringing up okay. So, clearly, so for example, a complete nut job who was looking up one website. Do you believe you've a good enough reason for not vaccinating your child? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, one hundred percent. And the main reason that I did it was after my son's six months vaccine, he was. So about six months, he was I, he was six and three six months three weeks getting his six month vaccine. Okay, because he was born in Canada, I brought him back at six weeks, and it was just a bit of a delay in getting the first month done. And um, he was saying, "Mama, Dada, Baba." He was crawling around. He was doing everything perfectly. And after the six month once, he was basically lifeless for about two months. He stopped speaking. He stopped kind of moving around. It was 10 months again until he started crawling. I saw a huge, and I'm getting upset about talking about it now. I didn't even want to go into this. But that is why I held off on the 12-month one. It's because I saw something huge happen to my child after being injected with 28 vaccines. And I've spoken to many other parents as well who have seen it happen with their own children, especially after the MMR. Okay, so you have... Just reason then for not wanting yeah, your child to exactly. get any more vaccines. There was uh, vaccines. something that happened and there wasn't any other explanation for it. There was nothing wrong with them. Blood tests were coming back normal. Nobody could tell me why he wasn't. He had gone from, and thank God he's okay now. That's what I was just I about to ask you. Is he okay now? Yeah, yeah 100% Okay, well, that's good. I'm but sorry. As, I'm... A mother's, as a mother, you know when something's wrong with your child. And everybody, after about two weeks, I was saying, this isn't right, like... This has been going on for so long. And people are like, no, no, he's grand, he's grand. And eventually everyone was starting to agree with me, going like, there, there's something seriously wrong. Like, and thank God he came back from it. But it was horrific to see a child smiling, happy, you know, exceeding milestones to not being able, like, just not speaking at all. Like, you know, basically going back to being like a three-month-old child. And... Um, Okay, well, I mean, I, I, you've just put in context your yeah. objection to vaccines now, which I wish you'd done at the start, so yeah, that we could have a better understanding. 
this is the whole thing. Like, you know, the people just, people need to ask questions, right? But you shouldn't have to bring your own kind of emotional experience and your personal experience into it for justification. Like, we all know that there's parents out there whose children were completely fine and hitting all their milestones until the 12 months mark. And as soon as they got that vaccine, then their children were damaged forever. Okay, now somebody just uh, messaged to say uh, her child could have picked up a viral infection at the same time as the vaccine was given. So it could be just no, complete coincidence. Like, for, for four months, a viral, like a viral thing. This wasn't a virus. He had no, he had no symptoms, he had no temperature, he had no fever, he had no cough, no cold. This was him regressing. This was him physically regressing. He wasn't sick, if you get me. This, there was something in there that, that we'd actually lost in him. Okay, but, uh, but thankfully, uh, and, and touch wood and all that, very, uh, he's fine now. Lucky. Yeah, okay. Very lucky. Stay, stay, there think, for, stay there for one second if you can. She's about to go, lads. Okay, go on, we'll let you go. Thanks very much yeah, indeed. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, thanks. Jen. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Jude, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jude? Not too bad at all, Adrian. Well, Jude, what's your uh, view on parents who choose not to get their children vaccinated? I think, now don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-vax. I got my child vaccinated. I'm not anti-vax at all. And I don't buy into big conspiracy theories that are online. But the thing is, there's a thing called freedom of choice. And I think people who don't vaccinate their children have the same right, and they're entitled to the same right, as the parents who do vaccinate their children. It's called freedom of choice. And to criticise one side or the other is actually ridiculous, and it's actually a mute point, because the fact is, you can't force someone to vaccinate their child just because you want them to do it. No, um, mind you, uh, mind you, in, in other countries, there are sanctions if you don't have your child vaccinated. For example, yes. in, in Italy, they don't allow uh, unvaccinated kids into creches. Um, uh, so there are possible sanctions. Yeah, sanctions to ex- for exclusion, like over in Australia. Yes, some yes. countries, there's a lot of homeschooling. So that means that there's lots of children who are homeschooled or whatever. That means there's lots of children that aren't vaccinated. They're not being forced to be vaccinated. They're just sanctions. No, 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 I understand that. Yes, and we, and we don't, they, they and I, mention, I mentioned this earlier on. Yeah, I mentioned this earlier on that we don't have mandatory vaccination in Ireland and uh, from my um, uh, knowledge, it is never going to happen. It's no, not going to no, happen here, way, nor should it, by the way. Nor should it. Force vaccine. Force no, it shouldn't. Like what I'm saying is people have the right, there's a thing called freedom of choice and to criticise someone who doesn't do it is actually you because you go, what? And there was a call on there, uh, and she said it was tantamount to child abuse. If it was child abuse, it would be made legal to vaccinate. Vaccinating a child is not legally child abuse. So someone saying that is a very uneducated person with a very, say, no intelligent quotient. Say something that like that. We can't support it. No, and, and, and there are no plans to uh, make it mandatory, as we said, and, and nor should there be. Let me squeeze in one uh, final call on this. Denise, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Denise? Hi, hi, Lad. Um, I, the reason why I rang is because um, my my own son and my niece ended up in ICU as a result of not being vaccinated. At my my son was thirteen months old and my niece was eleven. Um, my son got measles first. He hadn't been vaccinated not because I didn't want him. He just hadn't. It wasn't his turn to be vaccinated. He was due to get them done. And anyway, quickly, as I know you're Russian. Um, my sis, my my little niece, uh, caught them from him. Um, the first thing was the spots, but the spots started to turn black. Anyway, they were shifted to a hospital. 
Um, my son reacted a little bit better to the antibiotics they were pumping into, but my niece did. My niece ended up on more or less a ventilator as a result um, because they had to actually put her into a coma because she just couldn't breathe. They were down on her neck. They were everywhere. They were down her throat. As a result, my niece is, not, I won't say slow because there's no such a word, but she's not She's not where she should be, if you know what I mean. Um, but I remember my son was so sick when I, that day, there was a, I always remember he was, to me at the time, he was so big. He was a Canadian doctor and he sat with me the whole night and he prayed and he prayed. And he said to me, I always remember, he said, why did you not have your son vaccinated? And I said, because I was due to get him done and he had sniffles and I never brought him. Now, the vaccine, he, even if he hadn't been vaccinated, it wouldn't have stopped him getting measles, but it would have prevented him being to the stage that he got and said to and my niece too. Mm. And my mum, and, and you're talking about vaccination, my mum recently is actually been in hospital, one lung and COPD and the other with COVID and the very and she's home and the very first thing the doctor said to us was is she vaccinated yet he said that's half a battle now everyone has their own opinions but for me I would never after my bad experience of my son and my niece I wouldn't even think twice I wouldn't even read the ingredients I'd take that chance because we nearly lost two little kids and probably my mother if there wasn't them vaccination but everyone has their choice but I would have loved if I could I haven't got them now. If I could send you photographs of them babies, two babies, my niece, as I said, she was on a ventilator, worse than my son. Then you'd know that's what measles done to them and that's because them two children weren't vaccinated. There was nothing in their system to fight after the disease at that time. Is that okay? <clears throat> so the point being that had the child been vaccinated, his illness wouldn't have been as severe? No. Well, well, I mean, I'm no doctor, I'm no expert, but that Canadian doctor, and I can see him as he'd be sitting beside me and that, you know, held my hand that night. Cause at the time, it was a few days after, like, I think they were expecting my son to pass, like, when, when I talked back then, but I, as a mother, you don't think these things. And he, you know, during the night, he kept saying to me, because my son, they had put put a, a, a thing into his head, um, uh, Oh, I don't know what it was called at the time. And they he, they, were, they were just saying that this, he, if he didn't react to this at the time, it was like a different strength of antibiotics. I can't really remember at the time because at that time, it, it, you know, all I remember is saying, why did I not get him done? Just because it's sniffing. Why did I not get him done? Why did I not get him done? And the Canadian doctor at the time said to me, like, why did you, Why has he not been vaccinated? And I said because he had the sniffles, and I just didn't. I just didn't bother. Imagine if he the past. Okay, so for the for the parents listening to us now, including the lady who sent the message in in the very first place, what is yeah. your message to those parents who uh, are not getting their children vaccinated? Please, and I mean, please think like as I said, you all have your own reasons, and you're really, really entitled to all that. It doesn't stop them getting these diseases, and it never will. But it prevents them. It can, it'll, it'll stop it getting to the stage where we nearly lost two babies, like really two babies, because me, because I, I, I was ignorant, ignorant. I sniffed. I'll get them next week. That next week mightn't have came from my son. It really mightn't have. I, we were oh, even thinking about, it. and I can understand that girl getting emotional about a child who's walking, you know, and I and I, I feel like that could be more than just an injection that could have been a viral. At the time, the child could have been low getting it, because remember saying, at the time, it's supposed to say, 
I remember reading, like, you know, child shouldn't have the sniffles, this, this, this. And that's why I didn't bring him to get the, the, the injection. But by God, I I wouldn't even read the ingredients. I would be gone like a light. Like All a right. Well, look, I, I'm, um, I assume you know, the child is okay. Um, well, my niece, my, my, my son is, is fine. My niece, she went back like she couldn't do a lot but she's 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 good yeah okay thanks very much for thank you for sharing your um uh, your your warning with us uh good to talk to you thanks very much indeed i want to squeeze in a few more uh messages that we got on this this is dave as i was recently in hospital with my young lad um got a bit of a fright he broke out in rash i was afraid in my life that it was meningitis because i didn't actually have a chance to get him down to get his meningitis uh, vaccination at the time. Luckily enough now it turned out to be nothing. But I was talking to uh, the ambulance driver and he said the amount of kids that end up going to the hospital nowadays with stuff like measles and they had a child with meningitis who had such a high fever that their brain swelled up and he said he directly attributed it to the fact that parents aren't getting their kids vaccinated anymore. Okay, I'm sorry now, but if you take 200,000 people, give them all a Panadol, give those same people one of the normal established vaccines that have been around for decades, the people take the Panadol, you're going to see more reactions. There are some people, unfortunately, that do react badly to vaccines, but in the grand scheme of things, it's most likely not going to be your child. Most of us have been vaccinated. Before COVID came along, how many people did you ever hear of that were injured by a vaccine? The chances are infinitesimally small that you're better off to get your child vaccinated rather than they get a disease that can give them such a high fever that their brain can swell up and they may left be permanently damaged for the rest of their lives. All right, Dave, thanks Thank very much indeed. Um, another message like no-brainer, here. No-brainer, oh, no? No-brainer, thank you. And this is Neve. Hey, guys. The fourth thing that... A doctor will ask you if you have to bring your child into A&E or um, anything like that, or the D-Doc. The first, one of the first things that the doctor will ask you is your child up to date with their vaccination so they can rule out things that might be wrong with them due to not having a vaccination. All right, Neve, thank you. And finally, Elizabeth. Um, I had a vaccination injury um, and I was afraid for my daughter at first. So I talked to the doctor, my GP, and they said that if I wanted to have just the one shot instead of having double shots at a time, um, I could delay it. So instead of getting three shots in one day, she got one shot this month and then we waited a couple months and got the others. Um, So, and they said that it was fine. So I don't understand why everyone's losing their mind. They can totally be educated and totally make the informed decision and do what's right for job. All right, Elizabeth, thank you very much indeed uh, for your message. That was the most lively conversation we've had on this subject in a long time. Yeah, and to, sorry, and to those of you saying, because there are people who are going to be listening to this podcast now and, and, and commenting on our social media saying, it wasn't balanced, it wasn't balanced. I've just added up the, the, the calls here uh, and those, there were as many pro-vaccine calls on this podcast as there was anti-vaccine. So you can't get more balanced than that. No, you can't. And it was a very balanced uh, conversation. We hope you've enjoyed this latest Opinions Matter podcast. And if, like uh, Emma, you have something you would like us to debate on the podcast, send us um, a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626, night or day. You can also uh, email the show, allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. We record the podcast live most weekday afternoon. 
afternoons. It's available on our Facebook page live at facebook.com slash Adrian K and Jeremy D and available then subsequently as a podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get uh, your podcasts. Please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll be notified the next time we upload a new one. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.